0: Welcome back everyone to my inner monologue. This is your host, Lindsay. I have had a great day. It is so nice outside, finally. It's finally feeling like the month that we're in, April. I got a facial today. I took a bar class before that and then I just got to walk around the town of Port Jefferson, which is a little... Harbor Town. It's like where the marina is where ferries go in and out. So it's just beautiful and so many people were out. People were reading. People were people watching. I was people watching and it was just it's just been a great day. So now I'm home and taking some time to make some good food. I made a really good oat bowl and I haven't made oats in a long time I put let me tell you I put steel cut oats on the bottom and then I did kiwi cut up and then I did blackberries and then I added some Trader Joe's granola that I got it is cookies and cream so good so good and then I put some hemp heart seeds on it And then what else did I do? Oh, some raw honey over the top. So good. So good. Next time I would add maybe like some dark chocolate because why not? But, you know, just for the middle of the day, it was an amazing little pick-me-up. I was craving an acai bowl. But, you know, I didn't want to go spend $10 on that. Maybe $12 here. So I just came home, made that, and it has filled me right up. Steel-cut oats, if you didn't know, are better for you than rolled oats. The reasons for this are that they are less processed, and I guess that makes it, yeah, it does make it easier to digest, better on your gut, all around more healthy. So, steel-cut oats, the only difference really is how, not how they taste, but the consistency, I guess it's a little chewier, but so much better for you, so worth it. So, you guys, I also just got done, finished watching Love is Blind. I'm caught up. So we're finally at the wedding episodes. If you don't know what Love is Blind is, Love is Blind on Netflix is (laughs) where these girls and guys will go onto the show and they are set out to find someone to marry. But the catch is that they don't see this person Before they get engaged. So they just are in these things. They're called pods. And there's a wall in between them. And they're speaking to each other. I think it's for like a week straight. Where they can just go in and talk to these different people. And just going into the deepest conversations. Like learning the core of each one of each other. And at the end if they like match up with someone really well. The guys will propose. And it sounds really crazy. But So many of these couples have stayed together. And I wonder if anyone's had a baby yet. I think it's season four that we're on. So it's really, really cool and a really great concept because, and of course, you know, I've thought about this, like they've never chosen anyone who's like absolutely hideous, which yeah, everyone's beautiful, you know, but they've never chosen someone who the other person would actually see and be like, you know? Except maybe one girl in the season, Irina. But that was just her personality that made her not cute. She was something else. So, yeah, it's really cool. And we just finally got up to the wedding episode, which is where they choose to continue with the marriage or choose to not. So it's really crazy. And I have some thoughts. So if you haven't watched it and you don't want me to spoil anything, you can skip ahead. Or if you don't care and you don't watch it, Maybe just skip ahead three minutes or something. But here are my thoughts on this season of Love is Blind. So, first of all, so glad Irina is gone. She was with Zach, who Zach looks like a property brother. That's wild. But, yeah, Zach's just kind of weird with the staring. But, like, he's a really good guy, I can see. And he's with Bliss now. So, but Irina was just, oh my gosh, her and Micah still not a fan of micah they're just very very surface level very mean girl like (laughs) on television i it's shocking that they would act like that on television where everyone can see it and they're gonna watch this back and be like oh my gosh like i bet yeah they're watching it back right now that's crazy and i understand that tv can paint someone however they want to but like they were actually really mean and so Irina's gone. She got replaced by Bliss, who is a queen. Not a fan of Bliss's dad. I guess she just doesn't trust his insanely intelligent daughter. He was getting on to her about how she's getting married so quickly to this guy she just met like a a month ago, three weeks ago. And all the all the while he is divorced. He's a divorced man. So I'm like, okay let's figure it out. Maybe you should have gone in the pods with your first wife and learned more about her before you proposed. So let's let's get out of here. I'm so over that. Like, I'm so over if you're an older parent and you are set in your ways and you just think things are supposed to go this specific way. No, that's not how it works. And their marriage will probably last longer than your first one did. So, boom, roasted. Also, if you hear the birds, I have a window open. Because it's the most beautiful day. Okay. So, and also, Marshall and Jackie. They're donezo. Because Jackie is insane. And to put it not lightly, she's ghetto. And she just wanted to be on TV so bad. Like, that was pretty horrible and hard to watch. Marshall, he kind of made me uncomfy at first with his big eyes. And he's a poem guy. But, like, a real big poem guy. Like... Like you, you feel like he's not being serious sometimes because he's just speaking in lyrics or something. I don't know. But yeah, they were not a good match. So I'm so glad that they're not going to the altar. So she snuck away and had a date with some other guy when he was trying on his tux. And she was supposed to be at the wedding dress fitting. Which is crazy. And then she actually posted on social media. She said... Love is Blind TV edited me to look like the bad guy. I'm not the villain because we had broken up before I went on this date with the other guy. Which, that's a lie because on television, Marshall was shocked. Like, it happened that Marshall wouldn't have just faked himself, like, being back- stabbed in the back like that. So, I don't know. She just wanted to be on TV and whatever. She got some followers from it. Go off. I guess that was her goal. But her and that other guy that she went on a date with has a cauliflower ear. Big dude, you know, super drunk, not scared to get drunk on TV. So that's more her speed, it seems like. And coming back to last season, season three, if you guys watched that. Remember Bartise and Nancy? Unpopular opinion. I like Bartise a little better than Nancy. And, you know, I don't like him, whatever. I just can tolerate him more than Nancy. And Nancy's family is crazy. But Bartise actually has a child, and the timeline is like, hmm, she got pregnant, or <laughs> he did not get pregnant. He got someone pregnant, like, soon after the show, when he was engaged shortly before, and I wonder if it was Nancy. It definitely probably is not, because she was talking about abortion like she was ready to have one, honestly. So probably not hers, but yeah, that's crazy. Go off, Bartise. You have yourself a little... A little angel in your hands. But seriously, I need to know who, what, where, and how. You went on this TV show, so therefore you owe us all of your information, your personal information for the rest of your life. Thank you. So yeah, so I mentioned today it's been super nice out. So nice. So my cat Creed, my black cat, he loves being outside. But you know, that's kind of hard when you are a inside cat who has never been outside really much at all and he has gone outside you know remember that story I don't know if I told it but he was hanging off the edge of our balcony one time yeah so he's he's been through it and he's been outside oh my gosh the door to my bedroom just slammed so hard because the wind the wind pulled it through the window or whatever anyway So yeah, Creed has been outside. He loves going outside. He loves kind of jumping out the door. He doesn't run away, but he will step outside the door when we open it. And that's my fault because I'll let him sometimes (laughs) let him sniff around. So today he kind of steps out and I went and got the cat leash that we have. And these boys have tried it in the past and they both automatically just act like they cannot walk at all. So, it's like you have to drag them if they want to walk. So, I put the leash on Creed. This is probably about his sixth time with it on. So, i got to get the collar on really fast and gently and kind of, like, not let him know what I'm doing. Oscar's a lost cause. I will probably never put it on him again. But also, he doesn't try to go outside and he doesn't have the desire. He's an indoor cat at heart. So, I think Creed is a little hybrid. So, I put the collar on him today. We're sitting, like, right outside our door so he thinks he's outside. He thinks everything's fine. And then I put the leash and like attach it. And I carry him up some steps. And then we head to the grass. And I set him down in the grass. And he is looking around. There's birds chirping. It's a great time. I sit down. It's sunny. We both get sun on our faces. And he's kind of like growling. But it's like his growl when he's interested in something. So he would make this little sound. It's like... Or not even like that. It's like yeah it's a little softer than that and then he meowed and it was so cute he was like meowing at a bird up above and I got that on video but then he starts to get a little antsy about one maybe 30 seconds in and he starts army crawling towards a bush so he can like hide under it and he army crawled to me so I understood that he was feeling a little nervous also he like loves to be outside so I'm really just trying to get him I'm gonna do this more and we were out there for maybe a total of Two and a half minutes. And then I brought him back inside. Let him like get familiar with the smells. So hopefully he'll associate going out the front door to me understanding that I he wants to go outside and then we'll put the leash on. And if he doesn't want to do that, then maybe he'll stop trying to go out the, the door. And then we came back inside and I gave him some treats. And then I rubbed him down with his brush where then I can press a button and all the hair falls off. Oh my gosh, that's a good brush. It's like the metal prongs and it sounds so good. Like my other cat comes running because he loves it so much. I need someone to do that to me, but I don't have full body hair like that. So yeah, that's our crazy adventure today. And I sent a video to Jordan and he was like, that's probably the highlight of his past few weeks. Like, yeah, probably. To the topic of this podcast today, I wanted to talk about my ex-home of Cincinnati. I just got back from there this weekend. I had a wedding that was on Saturday. Today's Tuesday when I'm recording. And it was, it was a busy weekend. And it was kind of the last weekend before the wedding where I have to like really focus on another wedding and just like put my all into the weekend. So it was exhausting. Glad to be back. I'm glad to be completely caught up with my Cincinnati weddings. I do not have to go back there anymore. So I wanted to make a podcast episode and telling you guys what I loved about it, why it's important to me, just stuff that you might not know because it's Ohio. I definitely was not expecting Cincinnati to be as cool as it was because it was it was really cool. And going back there this weekend, I was kind of like, "Oh my gosh, like I I am always appreciative of things in the moment, but you really never know until you leave somewhere what you're going to think of that place like in your memory. And that place was really, really cool. Cincinnati, if you did not know, it's called the Queen City. And if you did not know, Charlotte is also called the Queen City. So I felt like a traitor when I first moved. I was like, okay, I'm... Moving to the Queen City. Do I call it the Queen City? Is it the Queen City? And I'm pretty sure Cincinnati got the name before Charlotte did. I'm not sure. You know, I'm not going to look that up, but maybe I just made that up. Maybe it's the complete opposite. 50-50 chance. Just maybe look it up. See for yourself. So when I first moved there, I was like, you know, our first apartment, me and Jordan, it's going to be in Ohio. What's in Ohio, Really? And I remember when I got there, a friend of mine or a guy I know on Instagram, he posted something and it was just a meme. And the meme was like, when a girl said she's in a bad state right now, and the guy was like, Ohio, question mark, get it. And I slid up. I was like, bruh, bruh, I live here now. You going to talk about my home like that? It was like week one. But seriously, I was skeptical. I was like, I get it. This kind of is a bad state. And then, and it wasn't a bad state. I was just, I had some, I had some premeditated thoughts. (laughs) I had some thoughts going into it. Some things I loved about Cincinnati that I was not expecting. I was not expecting just the, not the culture, but the character of these towns and these old buildings. Just so much character. And the photo studios that I got to use there, so amazing. I don't think I will ever be near a place that tops it. Because the buildings are so old and people will rent them out. And photography is a huge thing there. And the studio photography was amazing. Like these rooms would be so many different themes. I think I used every room in one building. And then the other one... Like, just beautiful. Blank slate, white, with really boho furniture. There was backdrops to use. Just beautiful spaces. Amazing light. Exposed brick. Just, oh my gosh, so beautiful for boudoir. And of course, in Long Island, there's literally nothing. You have to go all the way to the city, and it's dirty. It's not as nice because, of course, everyone in New York City is using these studios. But Ohio, it was like a smaller really personal like the studio owner would come open the the door for me whenever i had like an early morning session and it was just so awesome and i definitely want to open my own studio at some point you know probably 20 years down the line who knows but <laughs> that is where my inspo will come from cuz these places were gorgeous so much character and even my friend's home that i stayed in when i went for my wedding in april and when i went in january their home is so cute and just so unique Their basement's a little scary, but their home is really beautiful. I actually did a photo shoot in it, and you can go check those out. They're on Lindsay T photo. And I took her and her boyfriend's photos, and they're just so cute. Go look at them. Adorable. So we also lived less than 10 minutes from the Red Stadium, which is baseball, and then the Bengals Stadium, which is Joe Burrow. So we lived really close to those. Like Probably less than 10 minutes. On the way to the gym, we would pass those every single day. It was so fun. We never went to a Bengals game, but we went to a couple Reds games. And I love a baseball game. That's my favorite sporting event to go to. Sorry, Jordan. But love a hot dog. Love a nice old big juicy ice cold beer. So fun. So I miss that. I miss not having that. Or no, I miss, <laughs> I miss having that because there's not really a sports thing to go to around here on Long Island unless we want to go all the way to the Yankee Stadium. And that doesn't sound appealing to me right now. Last time I was on the way to the Yankee Stadium, I was in a packed subway car and was having a panic attack. It was so hot and it was so gross. So yeah, missed that. Love that about Cincinnati. We also got our cats there. Creed and Oscar. My pride and joy. Which one's my pride? Which one's my joy? We'll never know. The story behind this. Super funny. I knew that I wanted a cat, and I had been messaging with someone on Facebook who found a cat and it was an orange cat. So I had in my head that we were gonna I was we were home or something, we were in Charlotte. It had to be I don't know. I was in Hawaii. I don't know. I was in Hawaii and I came back and I texted her and she was like, so I'm actually really attached to this cat and I'm going to keep him. So I was like, okay, that's fine. Cause it was like a maybe two years old. So it was kind of cool to be able to go get a kitten now. So I look at this hospital and this makes me so happy because like, what are the odds that you choose your pet? Do you ever think about that? Like what leads you to pick this animal? Because your life would have been so different with another animal. Just something to think about. But so I go on this animal hospital's website about kittens that they found. Usually like kittens that were abandoned by their mom or just needed a place to be. So I go on the website and there's this little black cat and his name is Finding Nemo. I'm not sure either why that was his name. But Mr. Finding Nemo, aka his name now is Creed. I go in there and they're telling me, they're like, hey, so it's a buy one, get one free situation and Creed was $60 and they were both already fixed. So I go outside and I'm calling Jordan. I'm calling my mom. I'm like, we're literally about to go from no pets to two cats. And this is, this is scary. I don't know as a 22 year old with like barely a job. So we were like, is it crazy? And Jordan was kind of like, do what you want. Like, I'm going to let you decide this. Like, whatever you think, I'll go with. And mom, at first, was kind of like, eh. But then I was reading, and it was everything was saying that one cat is just like two cats. <laughs> and that sounds really crazy, and no one's going to believe me. But I will say that it was like that. Like, the transition from, no, it's not like kids. Like, you're not going to be that overwhelmed. But they ate the same thing, they drank the same thing, obviously water, but they ate the same thing and then I took them to the vet at the same time. And like there was not much difference. There's only one litter box. Some people have two litter boxes for two cats, but they got one because they grew up with they're growing up with their 20-something year old parents and they're gonna have to deal with it. But we have since then upgraded to a very expensive litter box because that was the worst thing ever. Um, I'm going to need Litter Robot to sponsor me at some point. I recently made Creed and Oscar a TikTok. I'm pretty sure it's just called Creed and Oscar, (laughs) but go follow them. They're freaking hilarious. And I'm waiting for Litter Robot to notice us because we spent a pretty penny on that crap. Anyway, so it was really not different. And I remember the first night they were so sweet. So long story short, I got two. I got two cats if you didn't know that yet. Came home. Jordan didn't know I had gotten to. I was being all giddy and I was crying. And then I opened the thing and two little two little kitty boys popped out. I need to go find that video. That is <laughs> so funny. Oh, I'm going to go find that and then have a good cry later. I love them. So that'll be special to me always. Cincinnati, especially like 10 years down the line. I'll be like, remember when we were in Cincinnati and that's where these cats came from? The cats have traveled across the country with us. We went to Florida one time, all the way from Ohio, and then we drove up here from Ohio. So this is their second home. Actually, no, three, because we moved in New York once. So this is their third apartment in their less than two years of life. These cats are some great, loyal boys. I love them so much. But it's like, what if I didn't, what if they didn't tell me about the two-for-one deal, and what if I didn't get Creed? They scanned Creed's tag, or they scanned his brother. They handed him to me, scanned him, and they were like, oh, sorry, wrong one. What if they didn't scan him? I wouldn't have Creed. But then it's like, you got to think, what if what if that other cat in another life, I have him? And we only have one life, so I'm just talking nonsense, but you get what I'm saying? Creed is my little man. He's my bestie, like attached at my hood. So yeah, two cats easier than one. And also because we were traveling or like if one of us was traveling, the other one would be kind of gone for work most of the day. So they had each other and we had to leave for Christmas. I remember maybe two months after we got them and we were gone for 10 days and that made me sick to my stomach, but I was like, we can't take them home. And we had great cat sitters, but you know, they had each other and if they didn't have each other, I'd be so sad. So they're the best little boys. They love each other, too. So Cincinnati, great for buying cats. Go get one. Another special thing that happened in Cincinnati is that's where I knew I wanted to be a fitness instructor. I remember the exact spot where I was. I was in the corner on the right side in a heated bar class, I'm pretty sure. And I remember looking at the instructor and I was, I don't know if I was like, I can do it better than him or I can do this. And I, I just, after that, I like looked into it at the place I was taking classes and I just did it and I'm killing it here like a year later. Oh yeah. It just came up on a year of me teaching on March 31st. It was my one year Annie of being a fitness instructor. So yeah. And I actually, when I was there this past weekend, I was sitting in that same spot where I realized, and I was like, oh, let me tell you, if you haven't taken a hot fitness class, like where the heat is actually on and that's what they specialize in, you have to. You do not realize the amount of toxins that you have built up in your body and how much sweat and how much toxicity. Is that a word, toxicity? I don't know. But you will sweat so much. You will sweat everything out that you have in your body. And I highly, highly recommend Because that is the greatest feeling. And your skin, your skin clears up right away. Because there's no dirt left. It is all on the floor, on your mat. Man, I love a hot class. That's one thing I do miss teaching. Is because also when I would teach hot classes, I'm still sweating and pouring sweat. So I had no, my skin was perfect in Cincinnati. Because I was teaching hot classes like two, three times a week. Maybe just once. Maybe two, three times. I miss a hot class. So I met some really cool people there too. Mostly my friend Shelby. (laughs) Just my one friend Shelby that I had in Cincinnati. But we kind of connected on both living in North Carolina before that. We were both like obviously sad to not be living in North Carolina. And she loved taking photos. And we set up a shoot. And we just got along so well. And then we would have like weekly sushi nights. And that kind of feeds into... How I got my first medical marijuana card in Ohio. And let me tell you, has changed the game. I really do think that you can take THC responsibly. I don't think you can drink responsibly. I think drinking is always going to be poisonous to your body. But there are marijuana benefits. I really do think CBD and like THC mixed. I've read a lot about it, but I'm pretty sure... That you will reap all of the benefits in your CBD oil if you also take THC at the same time. And it's just all around a great time. All around a relaxing time. All around a time for your body to just feel good. And from someone with like back pain and you know just muscles kind of hurting often because I'm lifting heavy. It's just a good alternative if you want to feel a little something to drinking and no calories. So, there's that. I think every state obviously should have medical marijuana available. I don't I don't know if it should just be if it should just be passed out freely. Like I've been to states where it is, like California, Colorado, and that was really cool, but I do trust the medical marijuana dispensaries a lot better. And they have them in New York, so I have my card here too. But I was thinking, like, when we move back home, North Carolina, South Carolina, I forget how behind those states are with marijuana. Like, it's so taboo still. And it should not be. And it's just crazy how you see so much of alcohol being pushed in commercials, on social media, with even just adults. But then you'll see those same adults turn around and be like, oh, weed is terrible for you. I hate to break it to you. That alcohol you're drinking is going to have more of a lasting effect on your body than marijuana will ever for you. Just something to think about. And me and my girl Shelby, we bonded over that. There's some good sushi nights. Some good photo shoot sushi nights. So while I was there, I also started to lift really heavy. Because you think about it, me and Jordan had just moved for the first time away from family, away from friends and we had to find something to do we had like a lot of spare time especially when it was summer and he didn't have as much work or off season and he didn't have as much work we would lift in the morning and that was like our everyday thing is sometimes we would go at 6 a.m but we'd go early power lift he taught me so much about lifting i go into that in my health and fitness episode of this podcast But it was really cool because we got to lift in some powerlifting gyms, which I had never been to before. I had only used like the YMCA Sports Center in North Carolina, which is more like a commercial gym. But we found some powerlifting gyms that were privately owned. So then you kind of get to know the owners. You get to hang out. You get to, you know, meet their dogs that just walk around the gym. They're pit bulls. They're slobbery pit bulls. But it was really cool. You really feel like you're getting in a lift. Like you are there with some some big men and it's so cool because I learned so much and I carry that with me today like I wish we had some of the equipment that they had there because powerlifting gyms some sometimes when you walk in they're like super laid out and nice like our second one we went to I think was more a little more I don't even know they all kind of look the same what am I saying you walk in and there's like a random machine thrown on the right and then you look to the left and there's like a there's like a little girl's tricycle and then you look straight ahead and there's like a rock climbing wall and then you look to your right side and there's one treadmill and you're just like, cool. You, you could do anything in there though and it's so fun. Feels like a little gymnastics area. What's it called a gymnastics? Is it literally called a gym? What is the place where gymnasts compete? Arena? Gym arena? Gymnastics arena? It's kind of what it feels like, but with lots of heavy things in circles. Yeah, I just really, I love Cincinnati for all these reasons, but I think the main thing being that it was me and Jordan's first place together. I remember when I drove there, I drove from Nashville to Cincinnati because Jordan had to go up there earlier than me, so I had some time at home just to, like, pack everything up get everything set in stone and wrap up some things and then I took a trip to Nashville because it's kind of halfway or maybe not halfway more like seven hours from North Carolina and then four hours from Nashville so a little out of the way but my cousin Bryce lives there so me and my friend Max we went up and stayed there for a weekend and then I moved all the way to Cincinnati and I got there and Jordan had written a little note and it was like uh welcome to our first home babe it was so sweet. And that's just something I'll think about forever. And it was really sad leaving. We really loved that place. Just like compared to our other places in New York, obviously New York's not as nice. And you can't afford much in New York. So our place in Cincinnati felt like really, really cool. Really new. We had these big ceiling to floor willing wheelie- Oh my gosh. We had these big ceiling-to-floor windows, and it was just always lit up in there. Like, it was so bright, so much sun, the cats loved it, and the apartment we're in now kind of feels, kind of feels a little darker, a little cold, but you know, I'm thankful. Nothing is worse than that last place we were at, who, by the way, are making it a living hell for us to get, and not a living hell, I'm being dramatic, but they're making it so hard for us to get our security deposit back. Why'd I say security like that? I said it like bonkweekweek. Security, security. This man's crazy. I need to go watch that video again. Yeah, so appreciative of the apartment we have now, but our first one will forever be really special and really nice in my head because it really was. Something just felt different about Cincinnati. So I definitely rank Cincinnati over Long Island. At least for year-round living, I would choose Cincinnati. Summer living, I would choose Long Island. But literally only summer. Not even spring. Because, you know, it's been cold. It's, It's still a little chilly. Like, I'd probably have to wear a jacket out right now. Even though it got up to, like, 71 degrees, it's still not where I want it to be. So, Cincinnati was great and really special. Moving out was hard. But not like crying hard like we were ready. And Jordan needed to take a step up with his job. I remember we took a picture with nothing in there. It was just really weird. Moving so much is very, very weird. That's the best I can describe it. You know, me and Jordan thought that we might have a chance to move back home a few days ago. But as of now, that's not happening. And it is just really weird when you don't really know what your next step is going to be. Because it can change just like that. And so I've just had to get used to asking God just to give me peace of mind. And to continue understanding that this is not my path to plan out. This is not my life to plan out. It's his that he gave me. And it's his path to plan out. So we're not upset about anything. We're not upset. We're not moving back because... God already chose a better place for us to go next. Even if it's staying here another year, like, that's what's meant to be. And if you told me this five, six years ago, or, like, freshman year of college even, if you told me that then, who, 2017-year-old Lindsay, having a literal list on my wall of our five-year plan together, she would have cutthroat you. I have just changed so much in this way and it makes me very proud of myself because I used to not and I would have to let go so it's not like I couldn't let go of things but in my mind I would have this is what's going to happen and if it doesn't kind of like oh well we're screwed if it doesn't go like this and lol God had different plans for me and the next few years I had some life-changing things happen and life is so good. When I started realizing that it's not mine to plan out. Nothing is. It's not mine to control. I have no control. Which is scary, but also the most comforting thing in the world. Because I can just chill. I can just let it happen. That's what I'll say about moving. Who knows where we'll be next? For now, I'm going to enjoy this Long Island summer. I finally live at the beach for a summer. I think even when I was at Wilmington for, you know, my semester, I think it was fall semester. So I was not there for the summer. (laughs) So if we stay here, this will be my first full summer on a freaking island and I will take full advantage. I plan on being at the beach like three to four times a week. Bless. I'm so excited. I have a Montauk wedding that I get to shoot in July too. I'm just so insanely excited. It's going to be the most images that you will ever see me post. And it's going to be the most beautiful images that you will ever see me post. But yeah. And also, I just wanted to mention that me and Jordan are getting married soon. And we have a registry. And right now, we want to go to Hawaii in August. But our funds are not allowing. Because New York has broke us. And... I'm joking, but also I'm not joking. So I'm shamelessly gonna put our wedding registry in the description. <laughs> <laughs> and if you feel so inclined, you know what to do. We have a honeymoon fund. We put like literally almost not much or nothing on our registry. We had to put some things because some people like to buy stuff, and I'm so thankful for all this stuff. But also, we just don't really need much stuff. Also, for moving all the time, it's think about how hard it is to just keep and store all this stuff too oh my gosh like half of our stuff is in my parents attic and we will not see it until we're settled down so that's what happens when you buy stuff but if you give us a honeymoon fund if you contribute to that you'll see pictures of us using it when we go to hawaii in a few months if you know what i'm saying i should make a newsletter. Of everyone who contributes to the honeymoon fund and just like update them that's actually not a bad idea you know 10 15 20 eh, you know 25 30 maybe 40 50 60 maybe 70 maybe. anyway I'm dipping because I have stuff to do but this was great thanks for being here I have no other updates you guys have taken it all out of me I have given it all away I have some topics that I wanna talk about coming up. Maybe you guys can let me know. I really wanna talk about coming off like all my medicine. (laughs) All my medicine. I wanna talk about coming off my antidepressants and my birth control and why and my how. I really wanna talk about that. But that's gonna be a lot of prep and that's gonna be a big one. So I need to be emotionally prepared. And I need to talk about wedding prep. That'll probably be the next one because I get married in like a month and a week. So it's coming up. Wow. Anyway, all right. I'm piecing out. I hope you guys have a great rest of your day. Thanks for listening. And if you haven't yet, you should rate this podcast. And give it how many ever many stars you want to. But look at your hand right now and count how many fingers you have. Peace.